Welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor. This week, we're reporting on how the housing market continues to remain unfazed by the events of 2020, how home builders and remodelers are getting their confidence in the market back, and more. The news around the industry is generally positive this week, which is great news. No pun intended. All right, it is Monday, July 20th, 2020. Let's dive in. Well, last week we reported that the construction industry is adding back thousands and thousands of jobs, and it turns out that some of those jobs are in cities that are poised to get new MLS teams. As the support for Major League Soccer has grown here in the U.S., so has the need for new stadiums and arenas. According to the New York Times, there are currently seven new soccer stadiums in the works for both existing franchises and expansion teams. Major League Soccer is planning on expanding to 30 teams, up from the current count of 26, putting the MLS on par with the NFL and Major League Baseball. But the good news for us taxpayers is that the majority of these new stadiums are coming from private financing, which is a much-needed pivot from taxpayer-backed stadiums that came up in the 90s and the early 2000s. So these new stadiums are popping up in every corner of the country. FC Cincinnati is building West End Stadium, which is expected to open in 2021. And West End Stadium is reportedly continuing on with construction with the events of 2020 in mind, installing touch-free faucets in the restrooms and planning on opening up to reduce capacity. Ohio's other MLS franchise, the Columbus Crew, is building a brand new $300 million stadium in the city's arena district, so Ohio getting two new stadiums. New stadiums are also being built in Austin, Texas, St. Louis, Missouri, Nashville, Tennessee, Sacramento, California, and Miami, Florida to house teams who will join the MLS in 2021 and 2022. All right, well, it seems like the housing market has remarkably remained unfazed by the coronavirus pandemic. The Economist had a great article about this that I'm just going to quote to you directly. They say, quote, America's housing market is behaving oddly. Residential property worth $35 trillion, slightly more than America's stock market, seems strangely oblivious to the economic carnage around it. House prices in May were 4.3% higher than a year earlier. The rate of growth is only marginally below the average since the end of the housing crash a decade ago. Prices in even the costliest places, such as San Francisco, where the average home sets you back $1.1 million, continues to march upwards, end quote. So this is interesting in several ways, right? But namely because recessions tend to result in mortgage defaults. Back in the 90s, housing prices dropped 10%, and then in 2007, housing prices fell by 30%. And that's not happening in 2020. Granted, we have tightened restrictions on subprime mortgages and financial regulation in general, which has certainly helped keep many people in their homes, right? And the government stimulus package came faster in 2020 as well allowing requests for moratoriums on mortgage payments to be asked for easier and quicker. 
So that plus record low interest rates and looser monetary policy have also helped. The Economist notes that America couldn't keep up with the housing demand pre-pandemic, and now with supply constrained even more and demand boosted, housing prices seem to be resting on a solid foundation. If you've followed Builder Funnel for even a little bit, you know we're huge believers in the inbound marketing methodology. One of the most important phases is the client delight phase. By delighting customers, you turn them into promoters of your business and your brand. The only way to get people to go out of their way to sing your praises is to wow them throughout the process. This is something the guys over at BuildBook are helping you do. Better communication leads to better outcomes. And that means communication at every level. Daily logs, client selections, punch lists, and change orders. Today, that communication gets super fragmented between email, text, and phone calls. And inevitably, things fall through the cracks. With BuildBook, everything funnels through one simple app, keeping everyone on the same page and your clients filled with delight. No more digging through texts or random emails looking for client approvals. Just one place to see everything going on with a project. And as a reminder, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BUILDBOOK to 33777 for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. All right, let's get back to the show. And the stability of housing prices seems to be rising in tandem with home builder confidence. Despite the fact that coronavirus cases are rising in the Sun Belt and in the South, home builders' general outlook on the housing market continues to improve. The NAHB recently released a report noting that the Home Builder Confidence Index rose another 14 points, up to 72, the highest it's been in months. So if you remember a month or so ago, we reported that it was hovering somewhere in the 50s, so it seems to be bouncing back nicely. The chairman of the NAHB, Chuck Fogue, said, quote, Builders are seeing strong traffic and lots of interest in new construction as existing home inventory remains lean. Moreover, builders in the Northeast and the Midwest are benefiting from demand that was sidelined during lockdowns in the spring, end quote. So this makes sense. One, more and more builders are anticipating more and more single-family home builds as families flock from urban centers and out to the suburbs. The chief economist at the NEHB said, quote, New home demand is improving in lower-density markets, including small metro areas, rural markets, and large metro areas exurbs as people seek out larger homes and anticipate more flexibility for telework in the years ahead, end quote. Robert Dietz, chief economist at the National Association of Homebuilders, said in the report, flight to the suburbs is real. So while builders continue to see strong demand and interest in new home builds, the cost of materials continues to be an issue. In fact, material prices rose for the second straight quarter since the pandemic began. The price of lumber, for example, has skyrocketed in recent months due to an uptick in demand and a reduction in supply. And by soared, I mean that prices for lumber have gone up a whopping 50% since April. So here's why. The majority of mills around the country closed in the spring because of stay-at-home orders, and those that did not remain open and operational decreased their outputs thinking that demand would remain low for the foreseeable future. Also, 
It's been reported that producers of lumber simply did not anticipate the fact that the housing market would remain as strong as it has, and that DIY homeowners and big box stores like Lowe's and Home Depot would require so much of their product. We'll obviously have to wait and see if the price of lumber remains inflated, and it very well could for the rest of the year with increased tensions with some of our trade partners and obviously with the continuing disruptions in the supply chain. But again, we'll have to wait and see. All right, well, the remodeling industry has been, how do we say, not quite on par with that of the housing market this year, but the forecast is looking considerably brighter. According to House, confidence in the remodeling industry has bounced back, with more and more businesses reporting positive outlooks for 2020 than they were a few months ago. The report looked at expectations in the residential remodeling market, including project backlogs and recent business activity. House's chief economist said, quote, Expectations for new business inquiries and committed projects have completely rebounded, following a sudden decline when the pandemic was declared. This is supported by an increase in new project inquiries in Q2, suggesting that homeowners are getting ready to renovate. Home professionals are finding ways to safely move projects forward with new safety guidelines, remote collaboration tools, and online consultations, invoicing, and payments, end quote. And that's true. My clients have implemented new safety guidelines, added information on their websites, and used video consultations. One of them has even moved remodeling seminars online, and it's been working great. So kudos to them for making things work in 2020. All right, that is our show this week. Thank you so much for tuning into The Construction Cut. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to Builder Funnel Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you check out the other shows on Builder Funnel Radio. We've got a couple of great ones for you. Uh, Spencer's show is coming up on 100 episodes. That is completely wild. We've been doing this since 2017 or so, so it's a pretty big uh, goal of ours to get to 100 episodes. So congratulations to him. All right, guys, we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.